Raider Santon and beyond. Get ready for the Santon Times Hour with your host, Alexander. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between and beyond, good morning in Melbourne, good night in Abu Dhabi, good evening in London, and good afternoon in New York. Wherever you are, this is the Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8 and also available on all good digital audio platforms. I'm Alexander Leipner and this is edition 144. It's week six of 2024 and uh, welcome to the month of love. It's also uh, my birthday month and it's also the Santon Times' birthday month as it turns 14 years old. And of course, it's also the month of Valentine's Day and uh, the days are ticking down to those red rose prices but we'll get into that maybe next week if you'd like to get in touch you can send through your questions and your comments or your feedback uh, you can use editor at santantimes.co.za on email you can connect on social media at Santon Times or visit the website www.santantimes.co.za and if you're listening live on uh, mix 93.8 and not uh, on the podcast at a later stage well you can use the whatsapp line it's open 0848220938, 0848220938, and uh, maybe just save that to your phone, and then you've got it for future use. A special welcome to everyone listening uh, for the very first time. If uh, this is the first time you're tuning in or you come across the show, well, welcome to you. Of course, our regular listeners in Johannesburg and Pretoria, across South Africa, everywhere else in the world, if it's online or on air, I'm happy to report that all is well in Santanland and Vincenzo. Well, John, it's good to have you uh, back again. It's Buonasera, actually, in the evening. Hey? Buonasera. It's good to see you. And uh, we're back with our usual interesting mix of uh, talk, music, and topical interviews this week. But I uh, got some great feedback uh, from the last two weeks uh, where we did a little bit of uh, armchair traveling. And I thought, let's take a moment to read uh, you know, two or three of the posts on emails and WhatsApps that came through. So let's start off with uh, Dirk. Dirk sent through a message. And he said, uh, imagine if mankind committed itself to keeping our plant alive with the same zest and determination. And then he used a really bad word about space travel. <laughs> so this is in reference to my conversation around Kennedy Space Center and going to Mars and all the incredible stuff that's happening there. Uh, he says, cure the common cold or how about curing cancer patients? Jeepers, we have a wonderful planet what do we want with a dust bowl like Mars, for goodness sake? That's what Dirk says. Now, uh, I think there's some very valid points there. At the same time, some of the incredible technology that has come out of the research and the efforts that are made of going into space that then become uh, civilian use. And I think about the GPS, which is something that came out of uh, space travel or military uh, research. Uh, I believe the microwave is also one of those. So there's a couple of technologies that have come about as a result of space travel. There's this new tire that they've now uh, busy developing that'll never break. It's made out of a mesh of uh, steel, and it's a, a, a tire. I think it'll be perfect for Johannesburg. You will never have to replace your tire ever again. It's the same tires that they designed for the Mars rover when it uh, went onto Mars, and uh, they want to use that same technology used for space application and bring it into civilian use. And it's also part of the way as to how they monetize and fund this research. Uh, because just to sell it to NASA doesn't make any sense. So if they can also then uh, use that, that technology and that research for everyday use, millions of people around the world being able to use the, uh, that technology makes it um, viable. 
Anyway, let's have a look at another comment here from Sue. Sue said, thank you for the Disney recap. We did the trip as a holiday with the kids. Uh, they were 13 and 11. It was unforgettable. Uh, Sue, totally uh, get you on that. And uh, thank you for sending through that message. And also, finally, Michael said, fantastic advice starting now. Uh, that was in reference, I think, to the... Uh, we were talking about a vision board. We were talking about setting up a vision for the year or for, for your life or for the next couple of years. And uh, and Michael said, fantastic advice. And he said, you're a rock star. Michael, you're a rock star for sending that through. And thanks for uh, taking the time. And uh, yeah, I mean, all the messages that come through, we try and read all of them. We try and respond to all of them. Uh, please make sure you send through those WhatsApps and those emails and whatever else you know, you're know you comfortable with, whatever platform. It's always good to hear from you. So coming up on this week's show, a high-level presence from Mauritius visited Santon uh, this week to showcase all that the island has to offer, but also to provide an update on the status of the island nation following that incredible weather that hit a few weeks ago. I don't know if you saw some of the stuff on uh, on TV, on social media. It looked unbelievable, but I'm going to give you an update on that firsthand. Then there's a new shopping center that's coming to the heart of Santon, and uh, this is an exclusive first chat about what's happening there, and I'm going to give you the full story with my guests, and uh, stay tuned for that. And finally, it's obviously the Grammy season at the moment, and I connect with some South Africans in the United States uh, to chat about uh, our incredible run and, uh, of course, our presence at the largest music awards in the world. So let's get the hour going with a bit of music on that note. And as always, it's going to be high energy. It's a new week. It's a new month. Vincenzo, over to you. And uh, this is the Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8. Promote your brand. Advertise your business. Our audience could be your next client. Contact the Santon Times today. The latest news. The biggest names. The best destinations. The hottest entertainment. This is the Santon Times Hour. This is the Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8 and available on all good digital audio platforms. And that was Oliver Heldens, I Was Made for Loving You, featuring Nile Rogers and the House Gospel Choir. Haven't done this in a while, but let's uh, catch up on some Santon news. So this past weekend, we had the final voter registration weekend. And if you were South African, if you're a citizen, if you're age 16 years and older and you're eligible to register to vote, well, all you do is you require a South African identity document, which you can get. It's a green barcoded ID book or a smart ID or a valid temporary ID certificate. And uh, you also have to provide a proof of address or a description of your residence, and uh, this information assists the IEC in placing you correctly in the right segment. And this is quite an important part, is that if you're registering for the first time, yes, you need to make sure you register in the suburb or the area that you're in. But if you've moved since the last elections, please make sure that you've updated your voter registration details. Because if you were living in, I don't know, Benoni, and you've moved to Rosebank, for example, you need to make sure you're registered in Rosebank because unlike other elections, you now have to vote in the suburb and the area that you're in and, and make sure, even though you have been registered before, if you have moved since the last elections, make sure those details are up to date. And only because it was the final voter registration weekend, it doesn't mean that registering has come to an end. No, you can continue to register online if there's people in your family, friends, neighbors, body corporates, I don't know, residence associations, extended friends and family, if they haven't registered, they can go online, they can do all of these things online and register online and make sure that they go and vote and cast their vote and make a change 
in our city, in our suburb, in our country, in our province, whatever it is, make sure you are registered to vote. Also, South Africans living abroad will also have the opportunity to register. You can continue to registering online as well. There's a self-registration portal for the very first time. If you've got family and friends overseas, make sure that they get onto that voter portal, that they register to vote. And uh, all the details are also up on the santantimes.co.za. If there's anything that you're unsure about, you can also visit the IEC's website and get all the details there and make sure that you cast your vote. And uh, don't let it slip just because you missed to register or you got the details wrong or you're in the wrong, wrong suburb. Very critical that you do that. And uh, I believe registration remains open until such time as the president promulgates the actual date. So until he announces the date, you can register. Once the date is announced, I believe things change a bit, but we'll get those details as well. Then ESCOM's load limiting initiative has expanded. I don't know if you remember last year, we spoke about how they kicked that off in four ways. And uh, that was an interesting test. And now they're rolling out that uh, project into new areas. Times Live reports that residents in Buclue, Calvin, Paulshoff, Marlborough, Sunninghill, and Waterfall, who have smart meters, have been selected for the expansion of ESCOM's load limiting initiative. And uh, basically what this means is that the idea is that you'll be able to use appliances during stages one to four of load shedding. And let's see how that goes and be interesting to get your feedback if you're part of that test group. All right, then an update on this shooting at uh, the Santa Night Spot Tempo. Don't know if you saw that uh, online as well. There was a shooting which left three patrons injured at uh, Sunning Hill Restaurant and Nightclub Tempo in the early hours of the 20th of January, 2024. Videos uh, on social media showed patrons ducking for cover while the sound of gunfire rang out outside the upmarket restaurant. And according to IOL reports, the restaurant has assured patrons that it is thoroughly investigating the matter and it has also issued an apology to patrons and staff who were exposed and or injured during the incident. And uh, the restaurant has also posted a lengthy statement on its social media channels if you want to go have a read through that. And then the Priority Escapes boss was arrested. Remember, we spoke about this last year. Uh, the uh, travel agency that had allegedly taken money from people wanting to go to the Maldives and other exotic destinations, but people were left wanting uh, when they discovered that their trips had not been booked or they were left without a trip altogether. And the Sowetan Live reports that Four Ways Travel Agency boss Francois Swart was arrested during the festive season in connection with a criminal complaint filed against him for allegedly swindling travelers. And uh, he made his first appearance in the Morimole Magistrates Court on 28 December 2023. And uh, he was granted bail said uh, Afri Forum's private prosecution unit and he's due back in court on the 23rd of February 2024 and we'll keep uh, our fingers on the pulse of that particular story as well. Let's leave the headlines right there. After the break, I play you an interview I did this week with the CEO of Mauritius Tourism Promotion Authority, Arvind Bundun. He was in Santon this week and we catch up on the latest following Cyclone Bilal and the torrential rain and flooding that came with it. Let's take a quick break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Online. On air. Anywhere. Anytime. This is the Santon Times Hour. From Greater Santon to the rest of the world, this is the Santon Times Hour. You're listening to the Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8. And this past week, the Mauritius Tourism Promotion Authority visited Santon to provide an update on all that Mauritius has to offer as a travel destination, very popular with South Africans, but also to allay fears around some of the havoc we witnessed 
following the torrential rain and flooding as a result of Cyclone Bilal. I mean, I think you saw cars being swept down the road and it, I mean, it looked quite dire in some areas in Mauritius. Well, I sat down with CEO Arvind Bundun and asked him about the state of Mauritius following the extreme weather conditions. Everything is back on track. You know, as a small island development state, Mauritius is extremely vulnerable to climatic changes. So is every, all the countries in the world also. We were visited, unfortunately, by two cyclones at the beginning of the year. And one of them brought around flash flood. The situation is not really chaotic. I think it has been outrageously publicized by the social media. But what I wanted to reassure you is that the, the ball is rolling. The whole tourism industry is back into operations. We didn't have any casualties. All the tourists were safe in their premises. But of course, we have had some material damages in terms of, I would say, sand erosion in the northern and the western part of Mauritius, whereas the eastern part, which has been lucky, the sea brought a lot of sand, and which, which really uh, increased their, the, their beach extent. Mauritius has been a very popular destination for South Africans. Can you paint us a picture as to how much South Africa plays a role in terms of uh, Mauritius's tourism economy? I would like to take the opportunity by expressing my deepest gratitude to most of the South Africans who visited Mauritius. They have been instrumental in the development of tourism in Mauritius. And as you're aware, Mauritius is heavily dependent of tourism, which is a major economic engine for development. Secondly, I would say we're talking about 100,000 South Africans who visit Mauritius and our objective is to position Mauritius as the preferred destination for South Africa. This is one of the reasons that we are frequently here. Yesterday Mauritius announced the launch of its flight from Durban also, which is an excellent news also. And as I told you, you know, South Africa ranks as the top five markets in Mauritius. It's becoming very competitive though. I think South Africa and uh, many other African countries are starting to see other islands coming to the forefront. I think Seychelles has been very popular. Zanzibar has just come online with a direct flight from South Africa. Maldives remains a hot favorite with South Africans. What is Mauritius doing to stay competitive, stay ahead and remain a top destination for South Africans to consider when they're looking at their holidays? You know, I'm very optimistic and I believe that the sun shines for everybody. I don't see these islands that you mentioned as being our main competitors. We offer unique immersive experiences because first of all we've got people from four different continents who came and settled to migrated to Mauritius. So this this is one of the reasons that we say Mauritius is a melting pot of culture, of tradition, of religion, of gastronomy. And there's also the fact that Mauritius is a, quite a diversified economy. This is one of the reasons that you find a lot of South Africans who are migrating 
from South Africa to Mauritius and a lot of South African companies who are, ho- who are housing their offices in Mauritius. What can South Africans look forward to, especially those who've traveled to Mauritius many a times, uh, in terms of what Mauritius has got lined up going into 2024? Are there any new developments, any new attractions, anything that you've reinvented uh, over, over COVID? We don't believe in reinventing the wheels. I think we are an established, established destination, first of all. Secondly, I would say, you know, Mauritius is unique because, you know, you've got beautiful landscapes, you've got uh, beautiful seas, azure waters in many places in the world. But we've built our reputation on what we call legendary hospitality. So we are very service orientated. And I would just take the opportunity to thank all these Mauritians, all these locals, gentlemen and ladies working in the tourism industry. They have been the backbone of the development of the tourism industry. Secondly, there are a lot of hotels that there are additional 2,600 rooms being constructed on the island. And also Mauritius is paving its way towards a sustainable, equitable tourism, whereby tourism should be inclusive, whereby everybody, each Mauritian, finds himself in the tourism equation. As you find yourself getting back on board with tourism, as tourism numbers come back to some sort of normality following uh, the pandemic, uh, where are you seeing your focus as the CEO or somebody who's responsible for driving tourism on the island? Where are you spending most of your time and what's keeping you up at night in terms of where your decisions have to go? Listen, there's one lesson that COVID taught us is not to really, uh, all our eggs in one basket. There is this urge to diversify tourism. So we are consolidating our main markets, which is Europe, but we also on a policy to diversify. I have in mind Africa, which is a big continent, which is, and the problem within Africa is that connectivity is relatively poor. I mean, air connectivity. If we really want to develop tourism in Africa, there is this urge, there is this necessity of improving air, improving air connectivity. Secondly, we concentrating a lot on the Middle East, Saudi, Dubai, and also India, which is a massive market for us. That was Arvind Bundun, CEO of the Mauritius Tourism Promotion Authority, visiting Santon this week. And uh, the video interview will also be up on the Santon Times website this week. It's the bottom of the hour. Time for some music and more of the Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8 right after this. You're listening to the Santon Times Hour. Back for more? The Santon Times Hour continues. Welcome to the second half of the Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8. I'm Alexander Leipner, and uh, that was Sophie and the Giants with Purple Disco Machine and Paradise. Rounding off the first half, taking us into the second half of the Santon Times Hour this week. And uh, let me just remind you, if you caught anything that intrigued you during this uh, week's show, but you got all the details or you missed them or you didn't even know what was going on, you can go onto the website, www.santontimes.co.za. We'll put all the information up there as uh, detailed as possible under show notes uh, for this week's edition. I'll put a uh, a breakdown on there and uh, all the highlights and uh, further reading and links and whatever else you need uh, to... uh, 
get you through the week. Also, don't forget you can connect with the Santon Times on uh, social media at Santon Times. So pick your preferred social media platform and it'll be there. And also feel free to join the conversation. You can uh, post online or send an email or a DM or a voice note or whatever works for you. And uh, the conversation can continue. So talking about interesting developments happening in Santon, there's an actual physical development that's starting to take some shape. And uh, I've been eyeing it very carefully off uh, Ravonia Road, and uh, maybe to put you into sort of a bit of a geographical space, uh, this new development that's busy uh, popping up, it's uh, just up the road from Discovery. As you go head up Ravonia Road towards, uh, there's sort of a shell garage on the corner, so it's sort of uh, sandwiched between those two roughly. You'll see it on the left. Some people who really have a good memory might remember it used to be the old IBM building. But he had a chat to me about this new development. It's called LXX Sandhurst, is uh, head of international acquisitions for the uh, Cavaleros Group, Alexi Cavaleros. And uh, joining me as well is Carmen Collison, asset management executive for the Cavaleros Group as well. And uh, Carmen and Alexi, it's great to have you on the Santon Times Hour. Great. Thank you very much for having us, Alex. Thank you. Well, Alexi, let's kick things off with this new development. Tell us a little bit more about it. What, what, what is uh, LXX Sandhurst going to be bringing to the, to the Santon landscape? So uh, obviously it used to be the old IBM building, as we discussed. Uh, we've had this building for a while. Um, and then COVID, uh, COVID kicked in and uh, we had a vacant building that we didn't know what to do with. So we said, uh, maybe we make a retail center because we saw that in the Santon area that there is no real convenience retail with free parking, quick access, in and out. So we decided to to build a center. Uh, we named it LXX, which is 17 Roman numerals. Uh, so that's where, and the address is 70 Ravonia Road. Uh, the center is due to open, say, first week of July, end of June. And it is just above 7,000 square meters. So it's really small. We're very excited. We haven't developed a shopping center in a while, and this is going to be, I would say, our signature development for the Cavaleros Group in terms of retail. Well, that's fantastic. And I mean, if you've seen some of the visuals on the website, and we'll also put something up on the Santon Times uh, website as well, uh, you'll get a bit of a sense of what is coming uh, for Santon, and it looks really, really tremendous. I mean, it looks really beautiful aesthetically, but I think you've also got some exciting stuff coming in. This is not your first rodeo in terms of uh, shopping centers, like you've mentioned. You've you've already got a bit of uh, retail in the portfolio. What I also didn't know is that you also own the buildings that the Maslow and the Hilton is in, so you're very familiar with the Santon area. But what drove you to go with another shopping center in Santon? A lot of people will say, my gosh, there's already so many different shopping centers and shopping options. Why go and take the risk of opening another one? You know, for us, our our retail portfolio, it's the smallest part of our portfolio, actually. Our industry is industrial and the hotels and very little commercial. And after COVID, we found that our retail, because it's convenience and it's not a super regional mall like other malls in Santon, we bounced back really strong after COVID and we've done exceptionally well. So again, as I said, we believe that Santon didn't have the that quick and easy convenience all the other shopping centers in the area is you drive in you pay for parking you can't find parking you get out you go into these big malls and our signature is uh, convenience if you look at our other centers in Kharteng, which is norwood mall again it is a big mall quick easy parking free parking uh, village view where tasha's bedview is that is also 
super convenient, super easy to access. And that's what we believe is our strong suit. And that's why we decided that for LXX. Well, let's just talk about the construction part, because I thought this was quite interesting. So from what I've seen, you've kept parts of the old IBM building and you've re-engineered it to bring it into the structure that is going to now be LXX Sandhurst. Where do you even begin with that? How does that even work? I mean, like a lot of people would just say, look, just flatten the whole thing and just start it from scratch. So so the IBM offices were actually really amazing offices. They had so much space. They had beautiful, it had beautiful grass uh, within the office. And it is two separate blocks. There's block A and block B. And in between had like this beautiful courtyard with the gardens. So instead of flattening the whole thing, the, 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 the structure had really great bones. And the guys from Skyscape Architects, uh, Ardia and the team, they, they work day in and day out on this. And they really came up and they really used clever ideas to use the current structure at what it is. Um, we are on the one building constructing another level, another floor, but we have used basically everything. And underneath the center has two floors of underground parking which we can obviously utilize as well. Well, I think one of the things that we've seen in Santa when it comes to the uh, sort of retail developments is that it's all about the tenant mix. If you get the tenant mix wrong, it's, uh, it's a, a long road to nowhere. And uh, if you don't have any tenants at all, well, then it's a ghost town. Uh, can you reveal who some of your tenants are that are coming into LXX Santa's that people can look forward to? I'm not allowed to reveal all, but I can reveal some. Okay. Um, and the tenants that are coming in, they are doing a bespoke product. That is one of our conditions at LXX. So our main anchor will be checkers uh, with the signature design checkers. We, we will then have clicks as our other as our other anchor. Then we have Tashes doing another Tashes, but it will be a signature design store, part of their new rollout, followed by uh, Nudo Hair Lab from Pretoria, the guys that are that own Istanbul Kebab in Malra's Arch, they are going to do a signature product for us, a 1,300 square meter restaurant uh, serving authentic Turkish food, uh, shisha, and it will be an alcohol-free restaurant with a, with a fully functioning mocktail bar as well. Um, we then have cowfish that will be coming in. So if you feel like a sushi or a steak, they they really good. Uh, Checkers Pet Shop Pet Shop Science are coming in. Um, we then have Doing Co from Parkhurst that are that will be in, and uh, that is so far all that I'm allowed to confirm. I don't know if Carmen, if you feel differently. Yeah, um, we also have uh, Bespoken Man, uh, and that is uh, not a barber; it's men's grooming. And we've also got uh, Aura Laser and Beauty, uh, specialized laser for um, all your other requirements. But I think, um, you know, most importantly in listing all the tenants is to understand this is not a shopping center. This is a boutique lifestyle experience that you're buying into. We are not competing with any of the other products that are in the market in the Santa Node. We are based in Sandhurst and ours is an experience of note. We are selling aspiration to the nth degree. You want to come to our development, you're coming to experience life at large. And that's what we're selling. We're selling a dream. And we're building that dream for not just the Sandhurst residents, but for the greater Johannesburg metro. 
Yeah. Well, if I understand you correctly, Carmen, there, I mean, it, it, what you're saying is that you've kind of looked at where some of the gaps are, where these opportunities to bring something new into Santon as opposed to just copying and pasting uh, something else uh, from somewhere else and kind of just giving us another one of those. You're trying to bring in something new, something different. And that's also hopefully what's going to make it uh, a successful development. No, absolutely. I think it's very important that we cater to uh, a primary need, and that primary need is serviced by your trickers and your clicks. Uh, and we've got, you know, uh, a demographic that uh, covers the full spectrum, and we are encouraging the full demographic and not the set demographic to come and experience Alexex. And um, and that's what we're catering to. Our restaurants are from fine dining to just a traditional family outlet and um, servicing, you know, different types of requirements, be it the non-alcoholic or the alcoholic um, type of market that we're serving. Alexi? So another tenant, you could call it, that I want to mention is quite an interesting one. Uh, on the top floor of Block A, which is the block that is on Rabonia Road, we are going to be opening a function venue. And what we found is in the Santon area, there are a lot, but there isn't one quite like this and quite the size. It's going to be about uh, 1,500 square meters. It's going to have its own bar and it's going to be a real top end function venue. People will be able to have corporate parties. You'll be able to have weddings and we're going to provide all those facilities at Alexex Sandhurst. So if I had to, uh, to take a, a guess at this, would you say that you're sort of 80 or 90% full or, or, or has all the space in terms of lettable area been taken? All this has been taken and we have we have multiple offers on, on each site. I think the last one we need to talk about is a, uh, a JV between uh, the founders of Oliver Plates and Carl bringing a brand new offering into our development. It's going to be something amazing. We can't tell you what it is as yet. It's a secret. And uh, yeah, we're creating anticipation for what's to come. Um, and that is uh, also a significant box. It's uh, in excess of a thousand squares with a rooftop bowl. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be something um, to experience once you get there. One thing I'd like to check in with you is how's construction coming along? You've mentioned you've got a July deadline. Are you on track for that? We are on track. We are working day in and day out. And uh, our professional team is really on the ball. We are completely on track. We are all set for beginning of July opening. Tremendous. Well, I think that's been really interesting. I, I really thank you, uh, Alexi Cavaleros, Head of International Acquisitions with the uh, Cavaleros Group, and also Carmen Collison, Asset Management Executive for the Cavaleros Group, talking about this new uh, retail development slash lifestyle boutique experience uh, coming up at 70 Ravonia Road, or if you are Roman and you need Roman numerals, it's LXX Sandhurst. And uh, like I said, it's coming up just on uh, Ravonia Road, Close to Discovery, if you know where the Padel courts are, if you kind of understand that area, that's kind of where it is. And uh, you'll see it on the left there, as I said, the old IBM building. It's been great chatting to both of you, and thank you so much for sharing some uh, some insights into the development. We're going to take a quick musical break and more of the Santon Times Hour right after this. From Greater Santon to the rest of the world, this is the Santon Times Hour. This is the Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8 and available on all good digital audio platforms wherever you are in the world. Uh, if you're listening to this live, uh, welcome. And uh, if you're listening to this delayed, well, I'm glad you subscribed to the podcast and you're listening to it and making it part of your weekly listen. 
If you were listening live, well, that was Zakes Bantwini with Osama. What an absolute hit, and it's gone around the world and is still as fresh as it was as when it first came out. And talking about Zakes and talking about uh, some topical news as it unfolds, uh, the Grammys have taken place, and uh, South Africa, once again, very well represented. And uh, if you haven't heard the results uh, for, about the Grammys, well, uh, spoiler alert, uh, let me just uh, put that out there that we don't give away too much. But uh, I've got two gentlemen joining me all the way from the United States uh, to chat to me about the Grammys this year and, of course, South Africa's uh, ongoing success and presence at uh, this International Music Award. I've got Sibu Mshlungu, IMG Africa Talent Management, Business Partner Manager for Zex Bantwini, and, of course, Adam Byers, Joint CEO and partner of Grid Worldwide and 608 Experiences. Gents, it's great to have you join me all the way from the United States. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you indeed, brother. Good to be here. Tell me, I mean, just a, a general sense. What, what is it like being uh, in the United States right now as the Grammys take place? Is there a lot of energy? Is there a lot of excitement? Uh, of course, then also being South African and having a presence at the Grammys as well. Uh, you know, like it's, uh, like it's an absolute privilege just to be here. I mean, like, like I think all of us have, you know, we've almost grown up with the Grammys. We've, um, you know, it's been a big part of our lives, the Grammys, the Oscars, but just to be here, you know, in South Africa, it's such a big presence. Africa is a big presence out there. It's just, you know, like an incredible opportunity. Amazing. See, well, how important is it to have that Grammy recognition as an artist? Is it as big as it was 10 or 20 years ago? Well, just to re-echo um, Adam's point, this is the global pinnacle for success as an artist, as a talent manager, as a label, as a publisher, you know, so being able to be part of this, either as a recording artist or a musician or a, or a writer or somebody who works in the business, being affiliated with something as auspicious as the Grammy is certainly both life-changing and also a badge of honor that opens up a heck of a lot of doors and makes life a heck of a lot easier. And I can tell you that from a understanding of self, you get to understand that you can play at the highest level. So it just pushes you as an individual to keep going and to keep wanting to create better uh, product and, and keep setting a level of excellence that that says that you can participate in that perhaps once again in your life. Well, you're both in the United States right now uh, as part of a bigger sort of Grammy campaign, a bigger Grammy presence. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. You had a panel discussion this past week. There's been a lot of conversations around, obviously, music and the South African uh, creative industry. Okay, so uh, this really for us has become somewhat of a purpose mission in that we were fortunate last year to be nominated and uh had even greater fortune in, in, in ultimately taking home the gold. And, uh, in our being here, we, we, we made a conscious decision that we are going to try and bring as many of the guys who've helped us get to that point as possible. And certainly Grid and 608 and, and, and Adam Wasik here with today, uh, along with his business partners, uh, have really been uh, integral in assisting and building the Zakes brand. But outside of that, just in, a, a, decision that they've made in participating in culture in the way that they have as a business, it, it, it all adds and culminates to the success story that is a Zake's success story that is our success story as a business. But we, we've chosen then to make this our annual retreat. And, you know, we start here at, at every year and we're going to keep doing so until, you know, we, there's no need for us to because the message will have been understood that the, the time for global equality from a, a level playing field perspective is achieved. You know, it's been such a long story, the story of the West and Europe, 
it's time for Africa's story. It's time for Asia's story, for South America's story. And we're just wanting to open up the, the, the discussion and the door that says we want to represent the global talent creative sector that says we definitely have a story to tell. But outside of that, we, we, we will compete at the highest level and we, 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 we want to compete and win. And, uh, that is really our, our, our mandate as we out here as the ambassadors of this, what we're calling the Africa Grammy nominees campaign, you know, and it's to assist those who come after us and being able to best find their feet when they come out here. A number of the times, you know, guys just don't know how to navigate the space, both in, in the sense that, you know, not everyone is well traveled and has the experience of having come out to the U.S. Or, or even understands the various things that need to be put in place insofar as support from a digital perspective, media presence, coverage, all of the things that, that speak to allowing one to have a fighting chance in the pool of nominees, you know, and just education and, and being part of the Grammys programs around spreading education and, and helping people understand what the Grammy membership process is and what it requires and what it entails. These are all of the things that we're looking to uh, be at the forefront in helping make easy for, for guys that come after us. And of course, we're still very much in the competitive seat. We still want to win more Grammys. So we, we, we're here to stay. Do, do you find that uh, successes of, of songs that are not American and that are not necessarily English, like Despacito, I mean, we saw the success of Squid Games on Netflix, which was a South Korean uh, series. Do you find that those successes have broken down the barriers uh, for access to, you know, US properties like the Grammys where they're going, hang on a second, maybe we need to be looking further afield than just sort of our pool of of talent and actually embrace other cultures and embrace other languages like uh, Africa and South Africa and, and bring that in. You know, I think the rest of the world has made like a big mark on the Grammys. There's a, there's a, there's like a really big influence coming from Africa, coming from like K, K-pop. So yeah, absolutely. I, I think, uh, you know, we spoke about the panel earlier and CP said something so interesting where it's almost like, like, uh, almost like global music has, it's kind of hits its plateau. So the originality, it, it, uh, it, it's looking for other places to originate, other places other place to inspire you know and africa has so many layers so many layers of like creativity and culture that it can that it that it draws from so yeah i think i think africa is at the forefront of like absolutely changing the narrative and really driving a new trend in in music culture and <clears throat> all different things and you know many different ways about what music is about today uh, is part of that conversation as well making sure that we don't just only create this incredible stuff, take it into the world, but also re- sort of retain ownership of it. Because I think in terms of fashion and in terms of music, we've often brought things into the world that end up being taken by other countries and sort of uh, reinvented or re-engineered. And uh, they end up running off making an absolute fortune on it. And we end up sitting there going, well, that was our idea. But anyway, go with it. I think uh, to speak to that point, you know, we, we touched on it earlier today what is being called uh, appropriation or cultural appropriation. And uh, the issue is, you know, it's not about whose idea was it first. It's about who is able to take it the furthest. So when someone, for lack of, for, for, for a very colloquial term, if someone jacks your idea, you shouldn't be upset about it or jacks your culture or appropriates in whatever way. It's, it's, it's incumbent on you to look at it as uh, 
a sign of, of the fact that you're moving forward and you're making waves. So you've got to figure out how to collaborate either with that space or find a way to break into that space and just keep being a better version of it because you are the authentic, you know, fire starter of that particular trend or whatever it might be. And, and, and we need to look at it from a positive light instead of feeling that someone is, is taking away from what you should be having. The truth of the matter is we need, uh, the global powers and, and the Western European forces to, to, to break certain things for us. If you have a look at the type of collaborations that have had great success, uh, a song like Rema featuring Selena Gomez. So the Selena Gomez record made a very big wave for an African act and it allowed for greater success. I can think the same about a Wizkid record once, uh, Justin Bieber got on the remix. You know, looking at how we could collaborate with the historic forces in the space is always a better outlook than, than considering ourselves the poor cousin in any scenario. We're, we're not here to be victims and we're not here to be people who feel uh, empathy for themselves and sorry for themselves. We we have to take a stand and we have to follow our music. You know, the, the reason why we're out here is because we're not going to let Osama be the song that represents us and not have Zakes follow the song. We need to take center stage and own the fact that we are we are the, the face behind the voice. This is our story. And give them everything that comes with the music. Well, it's fantastic to see that we were presented uh, overseas. And of course, congratulations to all those uh, at the Grammys and uh, that South African talent that's making us proud. And Sibon Klungu, IMG Africa Talent Management. Uh, there with Zex Bantwini and of course, Adam Byers, joint CEO and partner of Grid Worldwide and 608 Experiences. Thank you for making the time to be on the Santon Times Hour. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us, man. Take care. I think that's all we have time for this week on the Sound and Times Hour on Mix 93.8 and as always available on all good podcast platforms. If you're on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Afropods or any other leading digital audio platform, make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast. Also, get in touch. You can email editor at santantimes.ca.za or connect on social media at Santon Times and visit the website, santantimes.co.za. And it's always good to hear from you. So send through your questions, your comments, your feedback and your thoughts. And uh, also, a special thank you to all my guests who made time to be on the show this week, as well as Vincenzo. Thank you for your work behind the mixing desk. And uh, thank you to the Santon Times team, as well as everyone at Mix 93.8. To wrap up the show this week, let's play out with another South African Grammy winner. It's Black Coffee with David Guetta and Drive, featuring Delilah Montague. Thank you for listening, and let's do it all again next week.